This podcast is a part of the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. Decatur yesterday to announce that over $113 million have been awarded to downstate transit providers as part of the Rebuild Illinois Capital Program. The funding brings the total investment in downstate transit via competitive grants to $337 million. Three awards made to Decatur will help expand the city's transit campus, install solar panels on a bus barn, and replace older vehicles with hybrids. For more stories, podcasts, and videos, visit our website. You can find us anytime at NowDecatur.com. I'm Dave Anthony, Fox News. That's the reaction from Ukraine's president. After Germany agreed to do what it's been reluctant to do, sending tanks to Ukraine to help battle Russia. Some of its modern and powerful Leopard 2 tanks will be donated to Ukraine and other NATO countries allowed to send their German-made tanks as well. The key to the U-turn is reported to be U.S. agreement to deliver its Abrams tanks, despite saying the Abrams would be too complex to maintain. Fox's Jonathan Savage. We'll hear from President Biden in three hours, making a statement from the White House on Ukraine. Russia calls these tanks an extremely dangerous escalation. Former Vice President Pence now under scrutiny over classified documents found at his home that he's turned over. Attorney General Merrick Garland says... Well, as you expect, I'm afraid my answer is going to have to be that I'm unable to comment on this. As special counsels investigate President Biden and former President Trump, who defended his ex-VP, writing on social media, leave Mike Pence alone. He's never knowingly done anything dishonest. Potential Trump legal trouble could still loom in Georgia. The final report by a special grand jury looking into whether then-President Donald Trump and his allies broke the law while trying to overturn his 2020 election loss in Georgia is going to stay under wraps for now. Fulton County, Georgia, Superior Court Judge Robert McBurney says he is considering whether to release it after hearing arguments from the prosecutors and media outlets. Fox's Tanya J. Powers, 20 Republican-led states are suing the Biden administration trying to block a border policy allowing 30,000 migrants from Cuba, Haiti, Nicaragua, Venezuela into the U.S. each month. One migrant who came from far away has been freed and allowed to re- reapply for asylum. Abdul Wasi Safi, an American-trained Afghan soldier, has been held in U.S. custody since September after trying to cross the southern border to reunite with his brother in Houston. He had escaped the Taliban's revenge, traveled through 10 Latin American countries. That's Fox's Jill Nato. America's listening to Fox News. When you're an innovative business, every blinking cursor Every blank page is an opportunity. What will you do with it? Will you make something better or create something new? Our Dell Technologies advisors provide you with tools and expertise to do incredible things. Because we believe there's an innovator in all of us. For advice on smart PCs powered by Intel vPro that's built for business, call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL. Inflation is nothing more than legalized theft. Hi, I'm Dr. Ron Paul, and to preserve your wealth, I highly recommend keeping physical gold in your retirement account. To learn more, text the word PROTECT to 989898 to get a free info kit on gold IRAs from Birch Gold, which is the only gold IRA company I trust. So text PROTECT to 989898 to request your free info kit right now. Vice President Harris will go to Monterey Park, California today, scene of Saturday's mass murder at a dance hall committed by a gunman who then killed himself. This is the accused killer in a double shooting where he worked on Monday is due in court today to face murder charges. California Governor Gavin Newsom says the state has done more than any other on gun safety, but adding one state can't do it alone. I got no ideological opposition to someone owning 
a gun responsibly. But what the hell is wrong with us that we allow these weapons of war and large capacity clips out on the streets and sidewalks. Speaking in San Mateo County after mass shootings in Half Moon Bay, Oakland and Monterey Park that have left 19 people dead. Newsom accusing congressional Republicans of blocking gun safety reform, saying only in America do we see this kind of carnage. This kind of destruction of communities and lives and confidence. Noting there have been 39 mass shootings in the U.S. this month. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News. Millions of Americans are dealing with bad weather today. Snow and or sleet and ice from Oklahoma up to Maine. And there's the threat of tornadoes from Louisiana to Alabama to Florida's panhandle. There's already damage outside Houston. Officials in Deer Park, Texas, confirming a tornado touched down Tuesday afternoon, leaving in its wake downed power lines and damage to multiple buildings. The power will be the biggest issue over the next 24 hours of getting that addressed and getting that turned back on. Deer Park Mayor Jerry Mouton provides Providing an update hours after the tornado struck, urging residents to stay off the roads to allow crews to work on clearing those roads and restoring power. That's Fox's Matt Napolitano on Wall Street. There could be selling this morning. Dow futures down nearly 300 points ahead of the opening bell. There will be a new member of the Baseball Hall of Fame. The baseball writers have voted in Scott Rowland, best known for his fielding as a third baseman for the Philadelphia Phillies, St. Louis Cardinals, Toronto Blue Jays, and Cincinnati Reds. I'm Dave Anthony. This is Fox News. Don't miss the Argena Ice Fest 2023, Saturday, February 11th, complete with kids' activities, chili cook-off, yummy food at Bargenta, Jason's Pool Hall, Cups and Cones Bake Sale Treats, and more, plus music by Sidewalk Stompers. Elm Street in Argena will be lined with ice sculptures by Olympic gold medalist Eric Kendall. Check out live demonstrations at 11, 1, and 3 with a vendor fair at the high school. Argena Ice Fest 2023, downtown Argena on Saturday, February 11th. Check out the Argena Ice Fest event on Facebook. Here is Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today and currently we've got snow mainly up until 3 p.m. It'll be a high of 36 and we should see some snow accumulation. Tonight, 40% chance of snow, cloudy and low of 25. For Thursday, another chance of snow, cloudy, high of 30. And Friday, 30% chance of snow before noon, mostly cloudy, high near 38. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 32 degrees. Your WSOY time is 8.06. We have a whole bunch of great things to talk about with Millican University. Well, not the actual university. The VP of Student Affairs will uh, lay out the next few weeks for us. Uh, and Kenya Andrews from Crossing Healthcare will be with us. The company starts now. Buyers and Company, WSOY, 1340 AM, 103.3 FM, streaming live at nowdecator.com. Is that a Midwest thing to put an extra S on things? Like on stores? Like Kmarts? Yeah, no, I don't. Crossings? I think think it's generational. Huh? I think it's generational. Oh, why why do you think that? Because the people that do it most frequently. Ventures. Oh, Ventures, yeah. Uh, Aldi's. Aldi's. Aldi's is a big one. Yeah. Kroger's is a big one. I hear people do a crossing all I, the time. I it's honestly. Crossings. Correct. Yeah. I honestly think that it is from the time of where every shop and store was somebody's last name. So it was going down to McCormick's. We're going down to Montgomery Ward's. 
Kroger's. I, I don't get, I don't get that. And I think it was just a you know, learned behavior. Okay. So I, I still I think it's a Midwest thing. <laughs> Maybe it's a silver singles thing. Maybe it's Decatur. I mean, we did go El Dorado, right? I mean, there are, are things that are not easily explained here. Why would anybody, I mean, why would we go El Dorado? He's here. I don't know. Huh? I got nothing on that. Okay. One. Well, I was just curious. Uh, anyway, uh, man, I'm looking at pictures from Texas where they're literally, uh, just a minute ago, we're on a street where a tornado ripped through and they're covered in snow. That's insane, right? I mean, to have that sort of fluctuation in a given, like there's snow on the cars that were picked up and thrown away uh, with the tornado that went through. Unbelievable. So we are very fortunate. If you're lucky enough to have a snow day today, just sleep in, enjoy yourself, and uh, take it easy. How does Millican operate uh, on days like today? Because we were talking off the air, you got an ever-growing uh, population of local kids because of your incredible program that you have that are, you know, transporting themselves on and off the, the campus, but 70% of your students are living there, so they just got to walk. Right. We're mostly a walkable campus, but those students that do commute, I mean, we learned a lot from the pandemic, right? So we have virtual options, hybrid options. Faculty are very flexible. Um, so if a student doesn't feel safe coming to campus or a faculty member doesn't feel safe coming to campus in the weather, we can definitely continue to provide learning online virtually, and then our residential population just trudges through that snow in the snow globe known as Millican. I bet it's pretty, right? It's gorgeous today. I was over there earlier, and it really does look like a winter wonderland. Uh, Rafael Leprangi is with us, VP of Student Affairs from Millican University, and we're going to talk about some specific events, but um, uh, I, I need to just drive over there, just take a look around. I, yep. I, I bet that's just, that is an area of town that is probably gorgeous. Yep, and all the, the trees, coming. all the foliage is covered in white, yeah. and it really does look like it should be December. All right, well, uh, thank you for being here today. Uh, you guys have a whole bunch of activities that are coming up. Uh, I was very interested, uh, the, the Thomas W. Ewing Lecture Fund, First and foremost, what is that and who is or was Thomas Ewing? Thomas Ewing was connected to the institution, gave us an endowed lecture fund. He's a politician, really wanted our students to have access to high-quality speakers that talked about public policy um, and what's going on in the world. And so every year we put on the Thomas Ewing lecture, and we make sure that our students do have access to really good, courageous conversations about what's going on in the world. All right. And you have uh, coming up uh, tomorrow, right, uh, at the Bob and, and Debbie? Uh, actually, Gun- next Tuesday. Oh, I'm sorry, next 31st. Tuesday. I, I don't know. What that's I was okay. The thirty first. That's uh, the, the event is free and open to the public as well, right? It is, and so you know, one of our big pushes at Millican, you know, is inclusion and creating an inclusive campus. And inclusion is everything, right? It's not just race, it's not just cultural background, but it's religion. It's political views. And so our speaker for the Ewing Lecture is Sammy Steigman, one of our youngest Holocaust survivors in the United States, hailing from New York, coming to Millican to talk about his story of resilience. He was a child during the Holocaust. He and his parents were both um, in the camps, and he was a victim of some experimentation that he'll be talking about, but also rising up above that story and just talking about how we can appreciate the freedoms that we have today in America. Very important right now. I mean, I think really? if you're my age, the Holocaust was way more in the front of our minds and and now we see this rise in anti-semitism that's going on not only here but globally very timely and, topic and, and I, I wonder you know if the 19 20 year olds today have the same context of, of world war ii and the holocaust that somebody my age does i think you know it's a history textbook for them yeah it's eighth grade you know going to the holocaust museum maybe in chicago that's what their experience has been but to talk to a true survivor i doubt many of our students have actually been able to do that so we're doing some special dinners we're doing some time in classrooms 
homes. We're also offering Mr. Seigman to the community. So he's going out to county schools. He's going to be at Johns Hill, actually. He's going to be at the public library on February 2nd. He's going to be at the Unitarian Church on that Sunday, the 5th. He's also going to be meeting with some of the Jewish Fellowship here in Decatur. So really trying to get him connected to Macon County. He's part of the um, National Holocaust Registry of Speakers. And so he does not take an engagement unless he can be in your community and do several different um, spots. And so we really got a whole week of programs. Millikan's hosting him, but he's free for all of these organizations to host and free for anyone to come to any of those programs. So that's great. So what you guys are doing and, and the, the fund and the endowment you have then spreading off you know, even outside the campus and, and to the public. Now, uh, this guy uh, lost 35 family members. He did. I mean, that, that is just unfathomable for most people, right? It is, but probably an average or smaller number for some individuals who survived the Holocaust. I mean, their entire, you know, generations of families, um, were annihilated. And so, um, he'll talk about that. All right. Well, that is, uh, unbelievable. Uh, and, uh, thank you for, for doing that. How, how do, how do you guys decide? What's the process look like? You know, when you're doing this, this lecture series, you know, how do you land on who that's going to be? Well, we d- definitely look at what's going on in terms of conversations in the world. And we knew that we had not had anyone come in and talk about the Jewish faith, about the Holocaust. Holocaust Remembrance Day is actually the 27th. Okay. So we're doing this kind of as an honorarium to that date. Um, but we look at students for feedback. We look at faculty and staff for feedback. But mostly it's about, you know, have we offered that topic to our students. We want them to have a well-rounded understanding, historical context, you know, helping them understand why anti-Semitism has actually taken hold of our conversations recently. Um, So we'll be talking all about that next week. All right. And then you also have several other upcoming spring lecture series events in Black History Month. Black History Month kicks off next Wednesday, February 1st. Actually, on Friday, February 4th, we have the uh, Cirque Zuma Zuma at Kirkland Fine Arts Center. Um, And that looks like a lot of fun. It's going to be amazing. Um, um, they were on America's Got Talent yeah. and went, did really well there. Um, lots of dancing, lots of acrobatics. If you've seen like a Cirque, Cirque du Soleil production, it'll be very similar. Um, really great student ticket prices for DPS kids if they want to come out with their parents. Um, but again, open to the community that there is a cost for that, but very low cost for such an awesome event. And then I want to highlight on February 13th, we have our lecture series for Black History Month. Dr. Wilson Okello is a spoken word artist. He'll be coming to talk about Black History Month and the history behind it through spoken word and poetry. And so that'll be in Kirkland Fine Arts Center on the 13th. That's free and open to the public as well. Okay. Moving forward into the spring, we do have a Women's History Month event I'm personally super excited about. Amanda Lucidon, who was the personal photographer to Michelle Obama, will be coming to Millican on March 1st. That'll be in the University Commons. Um, she worked alongside Peter Sousa and others to photograph the Obamas, but she personally worked with Michelle. And so the book that just came out, The Light We Carry, yeah. um, she is the one that her photographs are highlighted in that uh, that book. Wow. And so she'll be talking about her time with the Obamas and showing off her work to our students and the community who would like to come. That's, See, again, that's free like a, and that's open a to the public. That's right there, Nick. You get the conversation and you get the photography. Yep. Love it. Absolutely. And then what about Civic Discourse Week, which is March 29th? Yep, and so you're familiar with that, Brian. We've had for about six years Civic Discourse Week where we work with all different community agencies to talk about a topic of interest to everyone. This year, our topic is about neurodivergence and learning discourse. 
disabilities. We know this is going to be a really great topic for our schools, for our teachers and educators, for a lot of our organizations like Making Resources. So we'll be collaborating with all those folks. And we have a speaker um, late in March, I believe it's the 29th, Jonathan Mooney. He is a young man that goes across, not so young anymore, I guess, but goes across the country to talk about his story of being dyslexic and having severe learning disabilities. Did not learn to read until he was 12, was told that he was stupid his entire life. And he talks to young people about how to be perseverant, how to have resilience, and how to support students that are neurodivergent or who have trouble learning through normal means or traditional means. Um, This is inside baseball completely, but she's done this entire interview without a single note or piece of paper or anything in front of her. I don't know if you know how (laughs) rare that is. Uh, I know how she is. I live and breathe the work. That's her. I'm, I'm just telling you, that is so rare. Uh, to be able to tick off times and dates and ticket prices and all of that. I'm just complimenting you. I just, oh, I, so I never see, that just never happens. Yep. I'm so excited about the 98% of the time I can ask somebody who's here to talk about something and they can't remember. Just, There's a lot of information, just, but. I'm just stepping back and giving you a round of applause. Uh, here is another thing that's coming to Millican University. We've got the press release yesterday. If you were, uh, if you had a, a nerd kid, which they are proudly describe themselves as nerds and were into robotics or anything, oh, yeah. Millican University is going to host the first of two high school level VEX robotics competitions. About 400 attendees are going to be at the Decatur Indoor Sports Center this coming Saturday, January 28th. Uh, doors open to competitors uh, at 8 a.m. Uh, there's going to be awards. These are the kind of relationships that I'm so happy to see Millican have in the community that, you know, those of us who have been here for a long time, you know, always knew that Millican was a great institution, but it was kind of unto itself a little bit, you know, and everybody on campus knew that, uh, you know, we, we and Nick would even talk about the Miller bubble and all the things. Yep. And now it's like, there's just so many, it's hard to cover all the things. We're trying very, very hard, especially after the pandemic. I think, you know, we knew that we had some work to do before the pandemic, but the pandemic really taught us, wow, we've got to get out more. And so that robotics tournament is an amazing example of some of the outreach we're doing and also recruitment work we're doing so that we can show off what a great institution students have in their very own backyard. You don't have to go to Chicago or St. Louis to go to college. You can go right here. You can live on campus or live at home, have a great collegiate experience here in your own hometown. No doubt about it. And, and you see those numbers going up. We I, do. I, the Making Promise program has been amazingly successful and we're delighted to see so many of our local students choose the Big Blue. All right. And once again, I, I would say if, you know, if you're listening and you know, Sarah Gordo or something it, that Macon County line is oh, drawn it's like it, a little bit larger. Yes. It's a, it's a little squiggly. It's yep. almost like a, you know, when they redraw the maps, you know, you got, you're including yep. basically and everyone. If you think here. you don't qualify, just ask. And I bet you do. I bet you do um, too. So we want to make sure we give access to all of our County folks as well. Um, but we are definitely looking to bring a lot more robotics type competitions to campus as well as e-gaming. We actually just kicked off an e-gaming student organizations at Mulliken, um called big blue gaming. And so students are, are trying to get that off the ground and that's pretty cool. Uh, it, it is. I, mm-hmm. People are getting scholarships uh, in that arena. Nick has mm-hmm. been lecturing to me for years about how uh, big this is uh, and how, uh, how much money kids are making, you know, with their own channel on Twitch and, and whatnot. So Absolutely. I'm glad to see you guys doing that. How do, how do you feel? You know, I know there's a lot of conversation about education right now and, and a lot of it's national news. It sort of feels like a little forced to me and I know that you've got arguments back and forth. I don't feel any of that when I go into the campus of Millican University. I mean, it seems like everybody there gets along just fine. 
I think we're all very happy to be there. We know what a special place Millican is. And I think we've really landed on this distinct brand of performance learning where we work with the community. We work with industry. We help students be prepared for when they leave. That return on investment at Millican is true. Students are ready. And we hear that from employers all the time. Gosh, a Millican student is like, has already worked. We don't have to worry about onboarding them. We don't have to worry about training them. They've done already that hard work. And so they're ready to just take off. And so, yeah, we all love it. And we love our students and we love doing what we do. Well, I just, I love the the campus today. I mean, it just it looks more like our community each and every day. Yes, I mean, we're a very diverse campus. Yeah, yeah, I encourage you if you haven't been to Millican in a while. And that's my fear is like a lot of people, you you got a couple of free events you have coming. Yeah, come to an event, see the students, you know, talk to them. Um, They're excited to be in this community, even if they're from far away. They love being here and love taking advantage of the local resources and activities. So I hope folks will come on down and enjoy. All right. What's the easiest way if people are interested in enrolling or maybe you're heading into the spring now and people are going to be graduating, thinking about the fall? What's the best kind of starting point for people to find out about the Making Promise? about all what we've talked about today. The website, www.millican.edu. There is a button right there that says apply now. And there's this prospective student button, easy to find right on that homepage. And folks can just go ahead and get the information there or they can stop on by at any time during business hours and we'll be happy to give you a personalized campus visit. All right. And then the Millican women's basketball team, you know, there's another reason to visit campus, right? Absolutely. We have senior um, day on Saturday, I believe. So if you want to see some really exciting stuff at halftime, get to see our players that have been doing so well. If you have younger kids and they want to meet and greet with the players, Saturday would be a great day to do that as well. Man. Do you have a nickname or anything like Google or Bing or do they call you anything? <laughs> <laughs> like I just keep trying to throw stuff at her because she goes, I don't know. No, I answered anything though. <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you. Nice uh, to see you too. Thank you for being here and sharing the information today and so many great things coming up on the campus of Millican University. Very excited about the lecture series. All right. We'll be back after the break. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. Today, we've obviously got some snow, mainly up until about 3 p.m. It's going to have a high of 36, and we could see a few inches of snow accumulation. For tonight, 40% chance of snow, cloudy, low around 25. For Thursday, a chance of snow, cloudy, and a high near 30. And then for Friday, 30% chance of snow before noon, mostly cloudy, and a high near 38. Current temperature in downtown Decatur still sitting at 32 degrees. Your WSOY time is 821. This is Amy from Gustafson & Associates. These days, changes to the tax laws happen fast and with little guidance. If you have questions about child tax credits, solar energy or electric vehicle credits, or taxation of your retirement benefits, you can trust the experts at Gustafson & Associates to answer your questions and prepare an accurate tax return. When you want to save time, money, and headaches, trust Gustafson & Associates to give you a hand. With our skill and knowledge of the latest tax laws, our experienced accountants will help you claim the deductions you are entitled to and make sure you get the biggest refund possible. Call 875-2500 and have the same person take care of your taxes every year. Someone you know and trust. Someone who is there to answer your questions all year long. Get the professionals who deliver personal service. Gustafson and Associates, 875-2500, located at 1525 East Hubbard Avenue in Decatur, on the corner of Woodford and Hubbard, directly across from Staley Credit Union. Hi, I'm Drew Peabody. 
Vice President at First National Bank of Decatur. Homeownership is one of the most important parts of life, and my job for the last six years has been to help people of Central Illinois through the process. At FNB, we offer a wide range of products and competitive rates to make the dream of homeownership a reality. Come see why people have been trusting the Quality Bank with their home financing projects since 1930. I'm Drew Peabody, and I can't wait to help you get into your dream home. First National Bank of Decatur, member FDIC, equal housing lender. In 1965, my father founded Brinkotter Realtors with a singular goal, to support his community's real estate needs with integrity, purpose, and a forward-facing approach to business. Over 55 years later, Brinkotter Realtors still embodies that spirit. Connection, commitment, community. When you're planning to make a move, go with the name you know. Get the service you deserve. Go to Brinkotter.com to connect with one of our agents today. Find your way home. Brinkotter.com. You're listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at NowDecatur.com. Highway run into the midnight See, I think you could even have an eternal debate about the best Journey love songs. Yeah, I think you could. I would go with Lights. I love Lights. It's one of my favorites. Uh, isn't it lights. great? Mm-hmm. Uh, other people would probably pick some of the more ballady stuff, but to me, that would be my best journey love song. Love it. Okay. We're going to have that contest. Okay. We'll start, you know, I've missed the opportunity. We should like start getting guest opinions. Yeah. That'd be fun. I've never, I, I just want to stand back here and just for a second tell you how remarkable it is to have that kind of recall of knowledge. Yeah, that's phenomenal. Uh, from skill level, just right there, but genuinely that is someone who loves the job they have and knows and lives it and i've i've known that about her for a long i, I get long that, time but i'm just just on the recall I side know, yeah the technical side that's impressive yeah and, and i'm just telling you there's a couple of things that that i have learned over the years um and it, it is because of just doing this every day one thing is i have a hard time remembering people sometimes Mm-hmm. I mean, someone will come up to me and go, oh, I was on your show in 2002. It's the teacher-student thing. The teacher has to remember 30 kids' names. Mm-hmm. The student only has to know Miss Lippy or whatever. I mean, it, right. That's just a, mm-hmm. it, and, and people will take it personally sometimes. Yeah. Um, and it, it isn't that. It wasn't no. like I, I don't, you know, it, it's just sort of, that's the way it is. Mm-hmm. And then I can just tell you after having thousands of people uh, on air mm-hmm. uh, over the years, that is rare. Oh, yeah. You, you could, yeah. I mean, I can't tell you how many times you ask a guest something that's their thing and they fumble it. Also, it wasn't the fluff talk around and try to land on the point. It was the point. Yeah. I mean, it was the actual answer. Yes. Yeah, not the let me get through this. We are, though, however, three for three on the WWW thing. Oh, yeah. Today. Good. <laughs> you know the other the the other variation of that same thing is the HTTPS. There are websites that still are not forwarding you to the one with the little lock on it, <laughs> so you could view their site unprotected or yeah. protected. Okay. Come on, guys. <laughs> that part uh, I'll leave up to you. Uh, anyway, that robotics thing, pretty cool. Oh, that's uh, awesome. I've been a you know our, our guy uh, at Johns Hill was in mm-hmm. this for years and go over to the University of Illinois where they would host mm-hmm. like. Um, competitions. Yeah. You ever go to a competition? Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. They were, they were over there at state. They host the state championships. I remember that and, happening. And it's like a sporting event. Yeah. I mean, instead of, uh, like Budweiser, it's like Caterpillar. Right. I mean, there's like corporate sponsors right. and it's a big deal. Yeah. It's very cool. And Milliken's been doing that for a few years. We've seen it at MMX and a couple other events and yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, that's uh, a lot of fun all the way around. Hey, uh, big show. Good show today. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you missed any of it, shame on you. Podcast is available. At notacator.com, or will be later this morning. Uh, also a list of closings and whatnot. Um, if I told you this silver, what was it called? Silver singles. singles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Is it the dating app? I just heard the commercial during. Okay, I, I like, think, yeah, it's, it's like a, a dating service. It's probably an app or website or both, I would imagine. Don't laugh because you, you'll be here uh, no, I'm not laughing. quicker than you would imagine. No, I'm not laughing. Because uh, I used to be able to talk about this and go, oh, those people. Mm-hmm. Um, and now I am one of them, meaning yep. I'm a year over. This is a 55 and over or like the villages is a 55 mm-hmm. and over uh, thing. So I'm now squarely in AARP silver singles range. Get some discounts, man. No. <laughs> <laughs> The blue now they say special. fifty plus. So oh, okay. how, how old are you? I'm forty three. Uh, you're only seven years away. I'm from not, this. dude. I'm I'm never hung up on that. I know. I'm just I, saying. In life, it, mm, it creeps up. I know on it you. does. Yeah. So it, I, I read a story last year. And you think about these retirement communities, um, and, and I always think of the villages. Uh, uh, because in Florida, they do a lot of advertising yeah. and stuff. You know, you see them on TV and maybe you don't, maybe in seven years you will. No. Um, <laughs> yeah, my feet isn't filled with it. <laughs> so here's what I know about the villages. I learned some stuff I don't want to know. They about have the one of the highest oh. STD rates <laughs> in the United States of America. I heard that single fact, like probably within the last two or three calendar years. And I've, and that is now it all makes sense at all. It just all makes sense. So here's what I know about the villages. They all voted for Trump and they're all sleeping with each other. Yeah. Spring break. So laugh, if you will, about those silver singles. They're active. <laughs> it is an active community. They're not lying. <laughs> Uh, we'll take a break. <laughs> seems so harmless. No, it just seems so like it shouldn't. We shouldn't be connecting like that. <laughs> we'll get some medical advice on the other side. Don't go anywhere. We'll be back. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Shop on Main. A winter storm warning continues until 6 this evening. The State Department of Transportation is warning that winter weather is creating slippery conditions. If you must travel, slow down and plan on much longer travel times than normal and increase braking distances. Be ready for reduced visibility. You can check current road conditions at gettingaroundillinois.com. Be sure to have a winter car kit on hand and give snow plows plenty of room for more tips go to nowdecatur.com the decatur area arts council will host an exhibit called storytellers a celebration of black artists from february 3rd through 23rd in the ann lloyd gallery at the madden art center in downtown decatur the exhibit will feature a variety of 2d artwork from central illinois artists for more stories podcasts and videos visit our website nowdecatur.com 
Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden plans to deliver remarks on Ukraine at noon Eastern. It looks like Ukraine's military will be getting the tanks it's been asking for to fight the Russian invasion, including German-made Leopard 2s. The key to the U-turn is reported to be U.S. agreement to deliver its Abrams tanks, despite saying the Abrams would be too complex to maintain. Russia says all this is blatant provocation. Fox's Jonathan Savage. The grand jury's report remains sealed for now, but a district attorney in Georgia says decisions are imminent on whether to bring criminal charges in the Donald Trump election interference case. The investigation stems from a January 2021 phone call between the former president and Georgia Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger in which Trump suggested that Raffensperger quote, find the votes that would overturn his loss to President Joe Biden. The former president has maintained he did nothing wrong. That's Fox's Tanya J. Powers on Wall Street. Stocks are down to start the trading day. America's listening to Fox News. All investments involve risk, including losses. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Has the stock market slumps and instability this year got you concerned? Would you like a way that could protect your retirement when the markets are down? Gold Alliance would like to give you two free reports, the Inflation Survival Plan and the Stock Market Correction Plan. Both reveal how to protect your savings in uncertain times. It's absolutely free. Don't wait. Call 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. 800-200-2079. Here's Nick Smith with your News Channel 20 Storm Team forecast. He's wearing a stocking hat. Kind of look like you should be outside doing this forecast like they do on TV. Yeah, thank you. I do this right out there in the snow, and that's in the forecast. We've got snow mainly up until about 3, high of about 36. We could get a few inches of accumulation. Tonight, 40% chance of snow, cloudy with a low around 25. For Thursday, chance of snow again, cloudy, high of 30. And for Friday, 30% chance of snow up until lunchtime, mostly cloudy, high near 38. Current temperature in downtown Decatur, 32 degrees. Your WSOY time is 832. Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecator.com. I kind of go back and forth on the rock bands doing the sort of the ballads. When it's done well, it works. Yeah. I kind of like my Aerosmith a little more rock and roll. Sure, but if you're at their concert Concerts, and, yep. and they're going three hours long, you either can take a little reprieve or just go off and get your beer or your T-shirt or whatever. Gives you the moment in the concert. I, I do wonder, um, uh, you know, and I don't have anything against, I, I think guys should play gals as long as they want to. I mean, there's no you know such thing. We kind of, as I was trying to tell you earlier, and, and Tanya is in the ballpark. Um, if, if you were born like I was in 1966, you know, that was sort of when rock and roll music, I mean, there was some earlier stuff in the sixties, but mm-hmm. so by the time we got to the eighties, there was only 30 years worth of music, right. rock and roll music. Right. And then the offset of that hip hop and, and all the other genres. Now you get to 2023 and that catalog and because mm-hmm. of digital and everything else is 18,000 times bigger than it was by the 1980s. 
You know, that's so you have more of a collection Mm -hmm. of that time you grew up with because there was less of it. You're correct. Does that make sense? It does. And it's also my challenge to look for new music. I don't sometimes because I get so overwhelmed by the volume of what's out there. Now, Nick would suggest, I think, that that it's probably easier now to find new music than it's ever been before. Is it? It it is. But on the flip side, we've talked about this. The same thing holds true. It's the idea of I've got 700 channels. There's nothing on. Netflix has a thousand movies. I'll watch the office because I know I like it and I don't want to mm-hmm. pick the wrong thing right. and waste time when I know this is good. So it, it 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 makes sense from the standpoint of if I'm going to play a good song, why don't I just play Tom Petty? I got it right here. Right. But I will tell you that Apple brought me back to music. Mm-hmm. You, you know, when, when the iTunes store sort of introduced, you know, a song at a time. And I read a really interesting thing uh, uh, about the, the pricing on that. Evidently, in a meeting, like Steve Jobs just said, yeah, 99 cents sounds right. I mean, that is the extent yeah. <laughs> of how they decided what a song would cost. That's right. Wow. Yeah, they were introducing the whole concept that has now gone unbelievably out of the barn and will never go back of microtransactions in a mass way. Yep. I mean, but, but it also made music portable. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, you yeah. know, when I could go to the gym and, and have uh, at that time an iPod, you, you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and I think I had the original, I don't know how many songs you could put on it. I mean, that's crazy. It sounds like, one. yeah, the, uh, what was that? The, wasn't it a shuffle? The Nano? The, the Nano shuffle. and the Shuffle. Yeah. The Shuffle was the tiny one you could like just, just you know. forward and back. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And, and you know what? Here's the thing. People would go, 13 bucks for an album? No way. And then spend $27 in individual songs. Right. And not even But you got the 27 songs you, you wanted. wanted. Mm-hmm. You didn't get an album that had two songs you right. wanted and 10 you didn't care about. Right. So you stopped exploring that experience but of buying an album. But we did that with 45s and even single cassettes. I mean, you could always, yes. you know, they weren't 99 cents, but you could buy a single. For three ninety nine, wasn't like three ninety. Probably, yeah, probably more expensive in the sixties. Yeah. You know when the stuff was. You know. Right. But anyway, uh, it has changed. Now I got to tell you, uh, this this uh, I got to laughing so hard. We heard this ad for the Silver Singles uh, app uh, during the top of the hour news, and it, it jarred my memory about the Villages, uh, this retirement resort in Florida, having the yes. highest SDT or STD S- rates yeah, uh, yeah. in the nation uh, because it's it's two things you don't put together in your head. Uh, but as a medical professional. Yes. Uh, Someone today told me this has been a problem in nursing homes forever. For sure. I've heard that. I don't work in no, the long-term care industry. However, anecdotally, I have heard that. And you just, it's, it's just like any other, um, illness that gets transmitted. You know, if you are, um, sexually active at any age, STIs can be transmitted. And so. What do you call them? Um, Sexually trans, uh, STI, sexually transmitted illnesses. Yeah. Oh, see, I can't keep up with your acronyms. Well, because they're not all yeah. diseases. Yeah. <laughs> STIs That's is why the eyes a little now, more but inclusive. But you can call them STDs. It's it's interesting. So we're doing this this morning. Now, do you just change the acronym just to screw with us? Because I feel like like we get STD down finally. Sure, we know what that I is. I don't have to explain what it is, and then you hit me with STI. Sorry about that. No, no, no. It's good to know. Mm-hmm. Good to know. So I think. So what would be the difference? Why the name change? Um, you know what? I can't speak to that other than there's multiple illnesses um, that are sexually transmitted and not all of them, to Nick's point, are considered diseases. I also think there's stigma 
with STD versus STI. And you know, the people that come up with these acronyms are very, very conscientious around stigma. So, you know, know what I wish they would be conscientious about (laughs) is like just relating to people and giving information. You're correct. And I think that this is because I feel like they'd rather us not know what the hell you're talking about rather than hurt anybody's feelings. You are correct. And I would say that when you think about why they're so, um, prevalent in uh, retirement communities is proximity. Oh, well, stigma. Oh. You know, if you don't want to mention this to your doctor to yeah. get treatment, yeah, you're not so. getting it cleared up. You're just going from party to party. <laughs> it's, it is. That's a good point, actually. Yeah. And so it's not addressed by um, people in that age group because of stigma oftentimes. And so, you know, there's a lot less stigma in younger people around treatment of these. And we've done a really good job in our public education campaigns of giving that message out to the younger generations. Um, however, okay, so you know, we've tapped into something here. Now, this is very relevant to today's conversation in general, is that you've got in this country right now, mm-hmm. you know, a certain age group of which I happen to technically be in, but I feel like I'm going the other way, right. uh, that is just hell bent on not changing anything and reclaiming what they can feel to be the glorious past. Mm-hmm. Yet they are glaringly like, uh, you know, either unaware of or unable to confront reality in a lot of ways, whereas young people, like, we don't want any of this in the schools, but the being in the schools is what's caused young people to be better. Right. Right? I mean, you could change this topic about anything, but but that's this clash, Mm -hmm. this generational clash we seem to have now, and that's, by the way, I mean, you can go back to the Vietnam War, the hippies, there's always been a generational clash. People don't understand the ones coming before them, the ones before them don't understand. Uh, You know, and and as I touched on at the Richland uh, graduation, it's like, you know, we all, every generation has, you know, their blind spots. Yes. And then the future generation, the one coming up, sees through that blind spot, but they don't realize they have a blind spot too. Too. And then the Mm -hmm. next generation comes up and can see that blind spot, but they also have blind spots. And so that's how we evolve and get better as people. It's true. It's true. And I think this particular health issue, um, I really think stigma and lack of knowledge and that lack of understanding. So the generation that is facing this, so the sort of age 60 and up, there wasn't as much education when they were younger around STDs because it was taboo. It was taboo. So they've carried that stigma and that taboo. So they're probably functioning with not good factual I information. Just, all I can close my mm-hmm. eyes and see some guy with a <laughs> with a cigarette hanging out of his mouth, a cup of coffee, talking about those drug addict kids and screwing around when he's walking around with syphilis. Well, trick or trick or chlamydia is probably more likely. Ah. <laughs> We'll just not go there. Okay, no, I mean, we'll go there. It's true. I I just... And it's really interesting because one of the things that um, physicians are doing is asking about this, um, but people aren't always honest. So physicians do ask in in routine medical appointments. Let me ask you about that because Mm -hmm. I I recently sat in, uh, uh, it wasn't me, but a loved one had a procedure and it had been a while since I had been through the hospital experience. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and Nick and I were talking about this yesterday. Uh, I was a little taken aback by the questions that were asked because I just hadn't, you know, seen that in a while. There's yeah. A who's saying personal, yes to that stuff? You know, it makes of, you wonder. Yeah. There's a lot of personal and social questions being asked now because they're very relevant to your health. They are, but how many people are being honest about it? You'd be surprised. Okay. You'd be surprised. Um, when people are afraid, 
um, particularly around substance use, um, when they're afraid of how that might impact, say, anesthesia, oftentimes they will disclose that information. Okay. But oftentimes they won't. You know, again, there's stigma. And, and I think that that's why routine lab work gets done because healthcare professionals can tell a lot about significant substance use by lab work. You know, your liver enzymes will give a, a, a picture of, you know, if there's significant alcohol use for a long period of time or things like that. But it's still important to be honest with your healthcare provider because they're not there to judge. They're, they're there to make good decisions about how to treat you. And so, those questions are asked, but yeah, it is very much a social history is what it's called is a part of a regular assessment. And, and, and so how, how do you assure, or, or I, I don't know that you can, but I mean, for people, the one thing I do, it's not paranoia, but I understand people who have paranoia yeah. about your medical records, about privacy, mm-hmm. about things being digitized, about yeah. just employee access. We all know every time a celebrity ends up in a hospital because somebody in that hospital Looking leaks it, it out, right? Mm-hmm. And so I get the, the honesty thing, but I also get why people are a little like, well, why do you need to know that and what are you doing with that? Correct. And again, I think that is why... You know, privacy and security are on the forefront for healthcare providers. You know, it is, it is a terminable offense in my organization if, if you breach privacy and in most healthcare organizations and not multiple, you don't get three strikes and you're out. But is it, is it a crime? It depends. It feels on to me like people lose their it. jobs, but they don't get charged with something. You know, and I'm not a legal expert here. There are certain parts of that that can be seen as criminal depending on the type of breach yeah. and what's done with the breached information. Right. And and that's that's a human side of mm-hmm. like somebody working there doing it. But mm-hmm. then you've got the other side of bad actors, you know, trying sure. to come in and, and steal stuff when it's all available. Well, and then, you know, what is my watch collecting and you know yes. how does I mean so we've never been more mm-hmm. I mean we got all the upside of it is we've never been more technologically plugged in to be able to help sure. you live longer and help your health than ever before. Bad side is is it's Privacy. all out there. Mm-hmm. Privacy is a challenge. I mean, we never had to worry about Marines wearing Fitbits and being targeted in Sri Lanka because nope. they can identify where they are by, you know, I mean, that's it's crazy. By the, the run patterns world. of their exercise. Yes. Yep. Yeah. yep. And, and those same stigma and privacy concerns, I'm sure, underpin why folks in retirement communities don't get treatment for their STIs. So there you have it. STI. See, I learned something today. I'm yep. going to write that down. Yes. Yes. It's an important acronym. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. Here for some public health information See, this morning. I, 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 well, you are also a guest who doesn't bring in any notes and can take mm-hmm. any uh, curveball sure. uh, that's thrown at you. I'm <laughs> telling you, it's just rare. <laughs> well, I don't have a memory as sharp as Raffaella's. I don't so. know that anybody does. Man, I, she's I, impressive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she really is. She's impressive. And just does it with such ease. Yep. Uh, you, you know, I, I envy people like that. Yeah, mine like a steel trap. Get her on the uh, trivia team, really. There you go. Does that translate? She can re- whatever well, she has look, in her resume. If there's a Millican category, you're winning, well, right? I mean, yeah. Whatever she knows, she can recall it. Man. Some of us know stuff and can't get to it. If you ever want to <laughs> feel not smart, Go to a high school scholastic bowl meet yeah. and just observe. Yeah. You'll walk away feeling inadequate. So it's not like the spelling bee because that makes me uncomfortable. No, it's, it's not. It's, it's sort of quizzing, quiz bowl type thing. Yeah. And just the, the level of questioning and the, the math 
problems they do and the, the speed at which they accomplish it, it just it just makes you feel pretty inadequate pretty quickly. Uh, I've done yeah. parent teacher mm-hmm. versus the teams, oh, and man. there are times where they're here's your scratch paper, for, and I'm like, what am I? I'm just gonna doodle for the 30 seconds. I don't even know where to start on this equation. Have you listened in before? Oh yeah, I've done it. I've oh. competed against them. Uh, and. There's like general knowledge, hang right in there. Mm-hmm. Stuff that's very specific that they are drilling and know. I, no I way. put zero points. Okay. Yeah. Your sports trivia kids, they're <laughs> usually pretty amazing. Yeah. There's always a sports expert on the team. You know, yeah. but I, I would encourage that person to get some other hobbies. <laughs> That is such a, I mean, it's not that it's a narrow lane. It's a big lane in popularity, but mm-hmm. it's such a, a lot of people that I know that that's the only thing they're into. Yeah. It's like hard for them to relate to anything else. But it's good to stretch your, your brain legs out and know how to. I, you, but as long as you yeah. do other things, other things, mm-hmm. there's yeah. some people that that's, that's the that's only it. lane they're ever in. Yeah. It's uh, not me. Huh? No. It's not me. But you have kids that are I in do. sports and you yeah. do that. We'll know a little of everything. Um, all right. I, uh, when we get back on the other side of the break, cause I do need to take a break. Uh, favorite love song. We're, we're going to do love songs and breakup songs, right? For Valentine's mm-hmm. Day? Sure. We got to compile a list of the greatest of all time, or at least what people think are the greatest of all time. That's now, I, you've, you've clearly, I've got one at the top of my head that would be mm-hmm. right in your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. What would that be? The Dolly Parton, Whitney Houston. I will always love. Yes, you. I, I mean yeah. if if you stick to brand yeah. here. Can uh, we can we ask real quick? Did did Whitney do it better? She did, right? You're so you're all in on Dolly, and I'm it's a all different in on song. Dolly, they're just different. When Whitney sings that song, it just can almost stop your heart. And you know, so I think that Whitney performs that song better. Um, again, it's depend. It's so much your personal opinion, but Dolly wrote it. So yeah, I I think the song's overrated. <laughs> no, when that drum Whitney, stopped, you oh. yeah. and I oh, oh my man, gosh, what he do? Have you seen the cute little TikTok video about that? Oh no, there's two little kids sitting on a couch, and that is on the TV, and you can hear the mom saying "Wait for it," and when that music does that stop and she yeah. sings it, both kids jump and then look even closer. It's really a cute little video. For your TikTok scrolling. <laughs> That's cute. See that? See? Yeah. You brought go. the TikTok perspective. There here. it is. Right. Go. I don't know. We got a really good show for not even sure whether we're going to be in today. <laughs> yeah, right? this could have gone the whole other way. Okay. We'll take a break. <laughs> Back with more right after this. A tradition of excellence over 150 years in the making. At Busey Bank, we're committed to building relationships that span generations. Wherever your journey in life leads you, we are with you along the way. Creating a legacy for you and your family. UC Bank, building business, growing wealth since 1868. Proud to be the official bank of the Fighting Illini. Member FDIC. At Milligan University, we know academics are undoubtedly central to the experience. But college is so much more than that. A Milligan education means you pave the way of your own future and continue to follow your passions after high school graduation. With over 75 organizations and clubs, active Greek life, nationally renowned performing arts, and championship athletics, you're sure to find your fit on Milligan's thriving campus. Your future starts at Milligan. Submit the free application for admission at milligan.edu slash apply. John, the price of groceries is enough to send somebody into a panic mode these days. Yeah, especially when the refrigerator goes kaput. Even more so. 
We got a call from a customer who had that problem with a freezer load of those expensive groceries. And that'll keep you awake at night just thinking about it. Right. So because Dick Van Dyke stocks the 100 most used parts, we were able to send a factory trained tech out to her place to fix the problem before she lost any of that food. And he wasn't some subcontractor either. Trained right here locally by the team of Dick Van Dyke. You know, one way to fight inflation? Yep. Keep from having to buy expensive stuff twice. Yes. You got that right. This is Dennis Regan, chairman of Dick Van Dyke Appliance World. When you buy from us, you get the whole store, which means you have the comfort of knowing that if anything goes wrong, we'll make it right. Wow! Listening to Buyers and Company, streaming live at nowdecatur.com. It's strange what desire will make foolish people do. It's the remake of Chris Isaac's song? Yes. Oh, yeah. Wicked Game. I like his version better. It's got a weird thing, though, to it that musically upsets some people. Yep. I'm not that snob. I kind of am. Like, I don't think we can allow anything from Taylor Swift in the contest. Oh, come on. That's all she does is break up songs. It's <laughs> her genre. Hook her up. I, I, I know, but you got to stretch a little, right? She's got some good love songs. It's just her life in music. I, and that, that's great. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's great. Uh, Tanya Andrix is in studios uh, here with Crossing Healthcare. And, uh, well, we've covered the gamut. Uh mm-hmm. We got the fall in love, we got the breakup, and we got the STI treatment for you. So it's just right in line with everything you need public health-wise. Yes, Mm -hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. Uh, Go Your Own Way by Fleetwood Mac would make my list. Love that song. Oh, that's a good one. Because that that. is literally not only a breakup song, but about a breakup in the band with Stevie Nicks and -hmm. and what's-his-face. Why am I drawing a blank on Lindsay Buckingham? Uh, Lindsay Buckingham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was them breaking up and writing a breakup song while in the same band on the same stage together. That's got to be the most awkward of awkward. Yeah, songs. I don't have any authority, uh, but I would absolutely not like a list that has You're So Vain on it. That's my least favorite mm-hmm. song of all time. Well, the only thing with that song, and I like Carly Simon, is the mystery of who it's about. Right. And over the years, it's been Mick Jagger, it's been Warren Beatty, it's been, you know, all these names. And I don't know, has she really ever confirmed? I don't know. I, I, I don't want anything to do with that song. I hate it. Why, why is that? I don't know. It's just so, it's such a gimmick and it, I don't know. I just don't like it at all. It, it makes me not feel good. That's a really strong reaction to a song that was done before you were born. I know. Right. I just don't like it. Don't like it. How often you do you to. run into it? Mm. Far less now that I'm adult. Uh, but <laughs> your mom just making you no, listen to it? I mean, if it came on, I'm like, turn it off. Nope. Yep. <laughs> this is the station we're on. <laughs> Deal with it, bud. Uh, I mean, but this no, is so kidding. hard because most music is written about feelings and emotions, and nothing spurs more of that than love. And so I don't feel like like all music is a love song, isn't it? Uh, it can be. There, there, well, or a breakup song. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you had blood on the tracks. I mean, you know, you know Bob Dylan, and when, when mm-hmm. Tom Petty got a, a divorce, you know, if there was a, you know, in the documentary, uh, the keyboardist, uh, Ben Montage, talking about how out of destruction and despair comes great art, you, you know, mm-hmm. and so if you listen to that one album when he was going through that, it is completely different than anything else they were doing. Yeah. So yeah, I think there's 
I also like the, uh, like, this is common in hip hop. Uh, I remember Tupac doing this and Common doing this where they would say, Common, you know, the actor, his uh, song, he had uh, used to love her, but he's talking, it sounds like he's talking about a woman, but he's talking about the city of Chicago mm-hmm. using analogies and metaphors. Yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of like that stuff too. Yeah, but that won't go on our break. No, it shouldn't. No, it shouldn't. Uh, crying by Roy Orbison. It's a good one. Oh, yeah. Missing you, John Waite, the whole denial thing about, um, mm-hmm. I watched a documentary about John Wade that nobody. Yeah, he's been coming up a little more yeah, frequent than he should. Listen to that. Huh? I heard you talk about that. Yeah, I, I, it's like. And I was just, wasn't it Kevin Brahaney who actually knew who that was? Uh, you don't know who John Wade is? I, I, after I heard the conversation, I did, but I didn't place it at first. Mm-hmm. You remember the babies? No, I don't. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, how about, uh, Every breath you take by the police. Mm. Creepy. Creepy video. By breakups. All right. (laughs) I don't don't know. No, you're thinking about the teacher and the kid. Mm -hmm. Uh, This was more the stalking side of things. Yeah, I'll be watching you. (laughs) Literally everything you do, every single breath you take, I will be there watching you. (laughs) My my daughter in her mid-20s thinks that's one of the creepiest songs in the world. It is. Like, Mm -hmm. she's like... How is that ever popular? Yeah. How is that a thing? Well, What's because wrong with we, your we, we forget that we've evolved just <laughs> yes. a little bit since the mid eighties. Seriously. Uh, how about cry me a river by Justin Timberlake? That's Wasn't that about the Britney breakup? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. That's a good song. Britney's got a lot of, um, angry songs on her. Yeah. She's not doing so well right album? now. Too. Yeah. She's not. Since you've been gone by Kelly Clarkson. Yeah. I just played that the other day. Yeah. I remember that. Christina Aguilera <laughs> has fighter. That yeah. was good. Yeah. That's good. Mm-hmm. How about Old School, Always on My Mind by Elvis Presley? Oh, that's yeah. beautiful. And then I think, didn't Willie Nelson do that? Yeah, and, he did. And then, what's his face? It's a lot of good country music breakup songs. Spanish-speaking guy that then had kids that were musicians. Who the hell am I thinking of? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I thought He's he did struggling. a duet with, like, Willie Nelson. Am I, am I just making this up? That I don't know. Perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. Julio Iglesias. Uh, Iglesias, Enrique, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good-looking guys. Mm-hmm. Well, Julio was a little older. Yeah, Enrique. Um, they Enrique they said was... that he was a terrible singer, and he got called on it, and then he he proved that he could sing. Yeah, he can sing. Yeah, sure he can. Because somebody pulled a feed out of a. By, like the, a mix. I mean, by the way, that song I think was first recorded by Brenda Lee. It wasn't an Elvis original, but then that's mm-hmm. one of those like did multiple multiple versions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I think this list could, will end up being endless. It it has to be because again, so much of music is a love song. Mm-hmm. Or a breakup song. Or a breakup song. Yeah, you're you're not even touching the genre of R&B, which is almost oh, exclusively that. Love. Yeah, some of the great mm-hmm. Motown stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Up into the new edition, Boys to Men. I mean, greatest love songs, you know, in terms I of. I think it's therapeutic, though. I think mm-hmm. it's therapeutic for the artist, but I think it's therapeutic for people when they're dealing with, you know, love and breakups to sort of find that music to. Or just help, driving around yeah, town too. Help, help to to cope. Oh. It's good stuff. You know, a, there's a lot of music now written around substance use disorder. Uh, we have a, our patients. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of musicians and artists who struggle with addiction, drug addiction, and it's very much a topic in music. And that was something I learned in the last few years as we've worked with this population. And it's really powerfully healing. So the I think creative that, part yeah, of that. yeah, I think that if I, I to be fair, also, Rap does mm-hmm. substance and makes it a positive thing. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they, they, you know, there's good it's and helpful. bad. Yeah, it yeah. can be very helpful. It's helpful. 
Yeah, lots of love songs. I think for every person and for every opinion about genre, there's a set of love songs that's powerful for them. Oh, I, I think that's yeah. probably right. Um, oh, I was, you know, of course, heard it through the grapevine would be, and I, you got to go the Marvin Gaye version as much as mm-hmm. I like, mm-hmm. you know, Gladys Knight and the yeah. Pips. Uh, uh, and then what was the Great Temptations? Not ain't too proud to beg, uh, but there was the other one that the Rolling Stones did a remake of. Tip of my tongue. Hmm. If only Raffaella were here. She knows. <laughs> no. Does anybody love I Hate Myself for Loving You? What is that? Isn't it Joan yeah, Jett? Yeah, Joan Jett, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Is that yeah. what it's called? Is that the name yeah. of the song? I think, hey, is well, it? No. I, I don't know if that's the name of the song, but but that is absolutely the song. You're, I know yes, what you're talking about. Yes, it's Joan Jett. I like that There's a, also a Joan Jett documentary, by the way, uh, that's worth watching if you're a Joan Jett fan. She's been a fighter her whole life. Yeah. Okay, see, it's... The, the, I think the edgy... Do we have a quiz? I'm songs. having fun. I don't want to go. I think the edgy songs are the best. The edgy? The edgy breakup songs. All right. We'll continue this <laughs> all the way to Valentine's Day. Give you a reason to go out and be creative and listen to something. Uh, Tanya, we appreciate you. Thank you. All right. Nick, thanks for all the weather. Nailed it. Just look outside. It's snowing. There we yeah. go. There yeah, right. That's it for us. We will be back with you tomorrow morning, bright and early 6 a.m. We've got our friends from Richland will be coming in. We'll check in with Mark Tupper and the City Hall Insider Paul Osborne. Be safe out there. Take a little extra time. You don't need to be in a hurry, but don't go two miles an hour either. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. WSOY Decatur and W277DB Decatur. WSOY, 1340 AM and 103.3 FM. Streaming live at NowDecatur.com. This is RJ Crace with your stories now brought to you by Shop on Main. A winter storm warning remains in effect for the Decatur area until 6 o'clock this evening. Snow should be tapering off this afternoon. Most areas should get about 6 inches of snow, maybe slightly more or less in some spots. With winter weather pounding the area, now is a good time to remind you to stay up to date with the latest weather info, closings, and delays with Now Decatur's texting service. You can sign up for severe weather texts and school closing information for your school only if you choose. The service is free. Just go to NowDecatur.com. You've been listening to the Newhoff Media Podcast Network. For more, visit NewhoffMedia.com.